0: Hello everybody, my name is Ken Fallon, and welcome to today's episode on Hacker Public Radio. Today we have an interview for you from uh, with Moose, coordinators for the Ohio Linux Fest 2011. The Ohio Linux Fest is a free and open source conference and expo in Columbus, Ohio, and it's going to be held on September the 9th to the 11th, 2011. Okay, how are you doing, uh, Moose? Are you still there?
1: I'm still here. I'm doing well, thank you.
0: First of all, I want to thank you very much for uh, coming on tonight and recording a show. Thanks
1: for the invitation. Not a
0: problem. Not a problem. So, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and why you're on the call today? Um,
1: I'm with uh, the Ohio Linux Fest for. Four years now, I think, I started working with the training uh, sessions that occur on Friday and sort of worked my way up. And this is uh, the year that I am chairing the conference. So um, I sort of have my fingers in every little part of the pie this year.
0: Okay, if you could just tell the listeners what the Ohio Linux Fest is. I am working on the assumption that nobody listens to any other podcasts out there. But if you could just give us a rundown <laughs> on a general background on what the where it started, how long it's been running, um, where it's physically located, and you know a general what you can expect.
1: Well, this is the ninth uh, year for the Ohio Linux Fest. The Ohio Linux Fest started out originally as an interlug meeting for various lugs around the Columbus and other parts of Ohio area. And uh, it grew. It grew substantially. And what happened really was uh, one year they sort of went to put together and it wasn't completely coming together. And one of our people, the amazing Beth Lynn Eicher, came in and just grabbed the horns and pulled it into the the conference that it is today. And we've gone from I've seen pictures of the first year where uh, it was held on the Ohio State campus, and there's 60 people in a classroom all listening to somebody talk. And the past couple years, we've had between 1,100 and 1,300 people total come through our doors. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we, we continue to grow. Uh, we as As we've been planning this year, we're already talking about what can we do to make sure we continue to grow next year you know, uh, how, do, how do we spread out? What more do we add? Which way do we go? Um, so, so we're constantly growing and we get people from all over the U S and from Canada because, uh, we're actually fairly close to parts of, um, Ontario. Right. So we get, we get folks from all over the place and, uh, and it's, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, I hear it's uh, fantastic. Unfortunately, again, um, I don't live in a universe where I can afford to go. But um, hopefully, with uh, our friend Latu being there, we'll be able to get a lot of uh, recordings, so we can have at least the feel of what's going on at the uh, at the uh, event. Um, you say it's from the ninth to the eleventh. Uh, is that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or that's or correct? That- okay. Um, I'm looking at the schedule here on the Friday, and I see there's um, uh, three tracks are assigned. Uh, The OLF, the Early Penguins, the Medical Track, Ubucon, and Cloud Community Day. Ubucon and Cloud Community Day don't appear to be running on the Friday. Is that correct?
1: No, they are running. Um, They're just empty on the schedule because we have yet to get the exact details of what they're doing. Both uh, Ubucon and Cloud.com, which is a company that used to be known as Nas, are committed to putting on a day of um, uh, uh, stuff related to their their, uh, particular areas. I'm not quite sure... Um, what the cloud schedules I've seen a preliminary schedule for Ubucon, but it's all talks related to Ubuntu um including talking about the um i forget what they call them the the specific Ubuntu logs um,
0: yeah, colos are colos that's it yeah.
1: um the the Ubucon like the medical track and the early penguin track are free and open to anybody you can wander in. Um the cloud community day will require some pre-registration but it will still be free if i remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um the only thing that costs money on Friday is the the OLF institute which is our day of professional and personal training classes.
0: We, How much does that set you back?
1: It's um $350. Um, which is—it sounds like a lot of money, but if you—no, mm, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, if you start comparing what you can get at from other places a day of training, we're really competitive, and uh, our classes tend to be geared more towards system administrators. But this year, we're really branching out. We've got a class on Arduino um, programming, and a class on um, photography and using open source to um, manipulate and archive and such your your pictures as well as um, other classes involving python and, and nagia monitoring and databases and we've got a couple of apache classes from somebody from apache um and
0: this is on. What this is, is all this? on
1: Friday. Um, on Friday, Friday wow. um, we have a class. We, it's actually only two fifty for for people who. It's called Linux Basics. It's for people who want to learn more about Linux but are afraid to give it a spin. Who want someone to hold their hands while they do their first install, and we'll we'll yeah. offer up laptops, which the students can then buy for something like a hundred dollars at the end of the class, and we'll walk them wow. through. Installing Linux and um, another uh, popular class we offer every year is what's called a LPIC cram session because on Sunday we offer um, certification testing, including the testing from LPI. So for people who are looking to to take the 101 and 102 tests from LPI, we have an all day cram session for people to take. Um, so that's just some of, some of the classes that we're offering on, on Friday and $350 gets you, um, gives me the day of classes, lunch on Friday, lunch on Saturday, and a commemorative OLF t-shirt.
0: And is, uh, do you have to pay more than to just do the exam?
1: Yeah, the exams have their own cost. They're variable depending on which, which exams you take. LPI offers a bunch of. Yeah. Different exams. I don't
0: think they're that expensive either.
1: Uh, I don't. I think you are correct. Off the top of my head, of course, I can't remember. I don't think I've gotten that information up on the website yet because I'm a bad person.
0: No, not at all. You. It's uh, <laughs> we're uh, we're recording this quite early in the um, in the year, so I mean a lot of things will will change, and the folks here know how to use a web browser, so they can mosey on over to ohiolinux.org and check out the schedule over there. Um, just let's finish off what's going on on the Friday. Can you tell us um, what the medical track is and, and why do you feel that you need a medical track?
1: Open source in medicine is becoming a really hot topic. A lot of the, the more expensive uh, computer conferences are starting to pick up and, and cover it as well. And the whole idea is that essentially from anything from your your records to um, the information that doctors use to, to store their own information, communications, um, anything that, that's electronic in the hospital should be running in source. Um, the woman who runs it, uh, Susan Rose, who is a re- recently retired nurse, has a um, a very big interest in this. She used to work for the VA system, and the amount of money that the VA would spend on proprietary software I, they're not the only ones I understand
0: um,
1: so I, also the 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 concept of using open source for 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 example for your medical records um how how wouldn't you like it to be easier for you to get a copy of your own medical records now I, I don't know when the last time you tried getting a copy was, but um the last time I did, I practically had to get an attorney involved um there there are laws to prevent prevent in the U.S. at least to prevent other people from getting at your records, but it's impossible to get your own. Um, yeah. So some some of the talks that that Susan's got lined up um, talk about everything from um, using open source for your records, using open source to run a medical office, and even using open source to uh, do medical research experiments, and this is this is a really big thing now. Um, and there's okay. a, it's a lot of interest between both the uh, the IT world and the medical world. There's a lot of overlap.
0: Indeed. Is there? Uh, I'm not familiar with the uh, industry around Ohio, uh, Columbus especially. Is there a lot of medical manufacturing companies there, or? Is this just happens to be because of her um because you have a community member who's interested in the topic?
1: It's it's because of that. I honestly I'm not from Columbus itself. I'm actually from um about three hours north of Columbus. Although some of our about oh, I'd say a third to a half of our staff are from the Ohio Columbus area and the rest are scattered around um even in other states like me. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this started with, with Susan's interest in this. And she started two years ago with a BOF, uh, a Birds of Feather section, which was standing room only. And um, this, is, this has become pretty popular.
0: Fantastic. Um, what's the Early Penguins schedule track? I see you've got uh, writing games with TLC.
1: TCLTK. Pickle yep. Decay, among other yep. talks. Um, Early Penguins started again two years ago. Um, when we looked, one look at the piles of talk submissions that we got, we you know you always get more than you can use, and it was criminal to say okay you know we we got 80 submissions we have 55 that we badly badly want how do we pick, and someone said. Now, we've got some extra space on Friday. What if we just started offering some of those talks there? And we can call it Early Penguins, and it'll be free just like on Saturday. People can just wander in and um, see sort of – it's a preview. And and somebody once described it as the best of the rejects, but that's kind of a cruel and wrong way of looking at it because – Um, These are people that we didn't reject because their talks were bad. They were people that we had to reject because we just couldn't find the room of them. And say reject, I mean for Saturday. Um, We only have, I think it's 23, 22 or 23 slots on Friday or Saturday, excuse me. And when you've got 80 submissions, (laughs) we rarely get a submission that we don't say, oh, I want this. Oh, I want this.
0: I understand. And uh, just the last one of of that talk. Sorry, I'll just go through the early Penguin talks. So what kind of cult is Linux anyways? Mark Toranova, Tur- the classic economy for free, uh, Bethany Anders Beck, Linux for all, Edward Morkuri uh, Shirin. Is there a better uh, pronunciation of that I name?
1: No, I have not met him yet.
0: Okay. Uh, 3D printing and the early penguins key- keynote, the past 20 years of Linux by John Maddow Call. I don't think uh, any track with John Maddow Call in it is uh, ever going to be a uh, reject track, in my opinion. Mad so, Dog uh, is... Carry on.
1: I was going to say, Mad Dog is basically the the godfather of the Ohio Linux Fest. If Mad Dog can make the conference, Mad Dog is at the conference. And there's nobody better to be Starting out and ending the Ohio Linux main bulk of the, the conference with a dog talking about the past 20 years of Linux. It's where he'll be starting.
0: Really fantastic. Um, so, this is the Friday we've worked through. Um, I guess on Friday, you know, if you have a company who's willing to give you some funding for training, that would be an ideal an ideal way to get to the Olympics Fest and seriously, uh, 350 and if, and, uh, probably for under $500, um, for the training and whatever it is for the hotel, it's a relatively cheap HR win for your department on the training section. So i advise everybody to see if they can, uh, wangle that out of their company. Yep. Definitely.
1: Um,
0: Speaking of uh, hotels, do you have a recommended hotel or how does that work?
1: Well, our conference hotel is the Drury, the Drury Inn, um, the Columbus Arena District location. There's a link if you go to hotel info on our website, OhioLinux.org. Um, we get a, a discount, which includes a parking spot. When you go through the uh, click, click, there's a click to make your reservation. If you go through, when you make the reservation, yeah. it'll claim that you're going to pay for parking, but you won't. Um, it's a really nice hotel. I mean, it's not um, bendy, splurgy, but um, it's it's very clean. It's very comfortable. We're really happy with the drury, um, and it's right next door to and actually. Attached to the convention center, there are other con- uh, there are other hotels around the convention center as well, and we'll be putting up links to them soon as we bring them up as backup hotels because we do sell out the Drury.
0: Okay, fantastic. So um, on the Saturday, um, ooh, starts at eight forty-five with a welcome in general track one and general track two. So we have one, two, general track, three, four, and then we have the open source solution stage. Um, can you tell us what the open source solution stage is before we start talking about the other four tracks?
1: The open source solution stage came out as a way for sponsors to be able to talk about their um, Stuff. products. Because the, the mission of the Ohio Linux Fest is uh, to talk about free and open source and we want to make things available for everybody, we try to keep the talks in the general tracks as vendor neutral as possible. So um, anybody who wants to talk about something that's specific to what their company makes, we geared, we steer them over to the open source solution stage. And these are usually our sponsors who are also to have a, a table or a booth in our expo area. And um, some of the talks from the open source solution stage have been rated some of the highest. They This room is usually standing room only. Um, people, from we have Hugh Packard already lined up to talk. Excuse me. Last year I someone from IBM gave a absolutely fantastic talk that was spilling out into the hallway. Um and I feel terrible, I can't remember what it was. Um but um Yeah, this is this is a, a really popular track.
0: Who are your sponsors exactly? Um, I see Google, HP, IBM uh, these, HostGator, OpenStack.
1: These are folks that that we're we're uh we've got so far. We're still working on some more. Um, Google, HP, and IBM. Our platinum sponsors have um, long been supporting us. We're we're always very thankful to them, but we're thankful to all of our others as well. HostGator, OpenStack, Pogo, Linux. No machines or our tools. I believe is new this year. A reason um. And we have others coming down the pike where we are always accepting new sponsors. Um, I, I don't want to start giving away uh, the, the folks who obviously. are in the negotiations, but uh, the, this list is going to grow.
0: Fantastic. Um. Okay, so on the Saturday from 8.45 to 9 o'clock, we have the welcome and... Uh, in track one and two, is three, four in the open so- solutions uh, stage empty at that time? Right. Or, and also, I guess it'll be the same with the, um, with the morning keynote by, from Kathy Malrose. Would that be correct.
1: Yes. We, um, yeah, we, we try not to schedule anything else at the same time of our keynote.
0: Okay. So um, she, her talks to be uh, determined, but um, on the webpage, page. About the hosts you have that uh, herself and her husband founded uh, Optimized for Linux Computer Company in the early uh, 2007. Um, okay, so then after that, there's a room change to make way for the staff. And in track 3 and 4, in 3 we have 48-hour film project competing with open-source software, for Ronald Hess. Linux and open source for almost zero-cost PCI compliance, uh, Rafiq Renman, and then uh, HP will be in the open source solution stage. Anything to say about these talks? Just that
1: uh, I, I, every time I look at the schedule, I think that if I were attending this conference, I could not pick what which one to go to.
0: I know what you mean. <laughs> um, I know what you mean.
1: The, the media talks are always very popular but uh, last year we had a lot of complaints that we didn't have enough business related talks and I think the PCI compliant talk is one of the ones that's going to make our business oriented people a lot more interested absolutely
0: then they uh, from uh, 11 o'clock to 11.50 uh, we have How Soon Is Now by Matteo Tudon then in track 2 Level Up with Lies, Damn Lies, and Statistics. Turn Your Live Data into Data-Driven Video Games for Floss by Mel Chow. Final Cut, Novel Cut, The Industry and You by Mr. I Love plateau <laughs> from Hacker Public Radio and some other podcasts. It's Great for Less, Filing Open Source Marketing by Taurus Baloch. And then... Sorry. Anything you want to say about I that?
1: I uh, uh, This is this is one of those. The more I look at it, the more I wonder how how could we put these four up against each other? How soon is now? It it doesn't look like much of anything until you actually look at what the talk is about. Basically, it's about um, dealing with the fact that that uh, break-ins to uh, especially corporations are are occurring almost on a basis, and you know, what we have to do about it. Um, I have never seen Matteo talk, but I can tell you that Mel, Klaatu, and tar I don't have to tell you about Klaatu, and Tara and are what I learned from a friend to call phone book readers. You could hand them a copy yes. of a phone book and put them on stage. It would be riveting. And I want to be in like all four of these rooms at once.
0: Uh, speaking of which, will you be recording the shows this year?
1: We try to uh, audio record every show. There are a couple of speakers who specifically requested not to be recorded, which is their privilege. Um I could not tell you which ones off the top of my head unfortunately. We we do do audio recordings. Um we get a lot of requests for why aren't we doing video recordings and the answer to that is we haven't been able to afford equipment yet. Good answer. Um, if anybody wants to help us out with that and sponsor some recording equipment, uh, video recording equipment, we'd be delighted.
0: Just to put the word out to you um, that here in HPR, if you want to another avenue to release those uh, episodes, here we're more than happy to release them on our syndicated Thursday for the coming year. Okay, okay. Uh, we, sorry, carry on.
1: So I was just going to say we we make the um, the recordings publicly available, and I believe we put the list on. The link to them is on our page of our website.
0: Are they released under a Creative Commons license?
1: I believe so, yes.
0: Well, then they'll be on syndicated Thursday, I can assure you of that. Terrific. Uh, Then 12 to 12.50 Password Theory Breaking Encrypted File Systems by Aaron Tupons. HP WebOS, the mobile Linux platform done right by Matt Naroki. Advanced video production with Floss by Kirk Kimmel. The Business of Linux, How Individuals Can Get into the Game by Arlene Robinson. Anything to say there?
1: Again, this is one of those, you know, which one do you pick? Um, dealing with encrypted file systems, this is, this is not going to be a, a talk for beginners, but it's bound to be absolutely fascinating. Um, HP WebOS... Again, you know um mobile linux is is just absolutely fascinating, at least to me yep. uh, again, video production media talks are always well populated, very popular and Carly is just a fantastic speaker. We're really looking forward to having her
0: it's um it's It's kind of cool you've got two security related talks one after the other in the same room, two video related talks one after the other in the same room uh, intentional yeah I, I guess it was who did your schedule? I'm sorry who who's behind the schedule?
1: Oh, our speakers here is Phil Ritchie. Uh, this is his third year more or less handling the speakers um so he's he's got a really good feel for for what we need um he works with a small help from others offering opinions, but he he also understands who. What he, he's got a good feel for for what we need and who our good regular speakers are and and what's together well. So
0: gotcha. Um, do you have the? Uh, will you be using the Android application from uh, our good friend uh, Dan from the Mid TV cast?
1: I don't remember if that's the person I've been talking to. This is one of the the Linux Link guys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, Yes. I have been talking with him about that and I need to, to get together and, with him and um, discuss how we can make this available, but we would really like to. I'm sure there's a lot of people there who would prefer to be able to just look at their uh, palm and know what's coming when.
0: Gotcha. Speaking of the Linux Link Tech Shows guys, they're going to be doing their live broadcast and raffle between 1 and 2 on the Saturday, which is a great time so that they'll have... Uh, You'll we'll have everybody else from all the shows available there.
1: That's our lunch break. Um, lunch yeah. is only available to people who sign up for a um, the professional pass, as it's called, which is the $350 yep. that gets you the Friday class, or the supporter pass, which is $65 and gets you a T-shirt and lunch on Saturday as a thank you. Um, and so this gives folks a chance to grab lunch and come back to the, the ballroom too and get involved with the tech show, which was really popular last year. Everybody loves these guys. I don't have to tell you that.
0: I know, yeah. The, uh, so then after that, uh, 2 o'clock to 2.50, uh, we have Your Database is Exposed, HTSQL by Catherine Devlin. Real World Job Skills The Free Software Way by Scott Merlin Asterix Hacks by Kevin Fleming Managing a Computer Lab in a High School Environment by Michael Fisher
1: um again popular, popular talks. Uh asterisk is is always a big thing. Catherine Devlin is another person you could get her up on stage with a phone book and she'd just be absolutely fascinating. Um Skippy's been Scott Merrill has been involved in OLF off and on over the years and he's one of our favorite people. Mike Fisher is uh he's actually a high school teacher and he's uh coming to the festival with four of his high school students. To, uh, to give them a chance to network more and learn more about open source in general. And uh, we're really looking forward to, to this um, chance to sort of be a, a living lab, I guess it is, for, for some students interested in working in, with open source.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Again, uh, as I say, you know I'm getting grumpier and grumpier reading this list because knowing that I won't be there I'm for these. Sorry. That's okay. What can you do? Uh, from three three fifty, then we have Hadoop, 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 the new Hadoop, the new paradigm for analysing data by Ram Rayo. Robotics Programming One Hundred One by Scott Pearson, Linux Appliances Future Integration Available Now by Don Vosberg. Linux and open source in math, science, and engineering by Douglas Davis.
1: Um, again, a bunch of four people really uh, involved in open source. I think the robotics programming is uh, going to be interesting to everybody. Uh, Hadoop is is really popular. I keep running into references in it uh, all over the tech websites are about various things. Um, getting Linux involved in in... Um, science and engineering is is always um, important as we move on and uh, Linux appliances is again a, a popular topic
0: yeah and again see here in the afternoon we have uh, a sort of trend breaking out into track 1 appears to be sort of webby cloudy stuff sure. uh, mm-hmm. and track 4 seems to be educational stuff Again, good schedule coming up there. And then uh, 4 to five, 4.50, Crash Course in Open Source Cloud Computing by Mark Hinkle, Open Source GIS with mapserver.org, a map cam and Post GIS by John Jackson, Graduating the UI, G Objects for Beginners by Paul Friels, So You Want to Write a Technical Book by Drew
1: Um, again popular uh, topics cloud computing i'm sure you know is is a big buzzword right now everybody's all about the 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 cloud the gis the open source gis stuff and everybody is uh a lot of people use map stuff all the time without even thinking about it anymore um the pyg object is uh, Python. G i Paul Frield is an amazing speaker, as is Drew Levine, who is teaching a uh, free BSD for Linux administrators class on Friday.
0: Ah, yeah, you're doing a uh, certification for uh, BSD as well. On
1: Sunday, yes.
0: Okay. So that is it, uh, Five 5.50, there's a room change, and then uh, there's going to be a talk by Bradley Kuhn.
1: Yes, and if you reload the web page, you'll see that it actually has a title now.
0: And that title is... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> with software as a service is only the network Luddite free. Ooh, probably.
1: <laughs> Talking about copyright issues and the like having to do with the, the software as a service concept.
0: Yeah. And then the closing keynote is the next twenty years of Linux by John Mad Dog Hall. Fantastic. Um, I've yet to see him speak. Oh um uh, that will be a... Yes, I know. I'm so sorry. Oh very well for you people living over in the States being able to go to conferences where he attends.
1: Oh, I but no i I'm sure it wouldn't be very hard to get Mad Dog to 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 go just about anywhere, uh, he he pretty much was just is, spent most a month I think in South America going to various conferences and celebrations, twenty years of Linux and stuff. Um, you just need to, to get the right conference over there to invite him.
0: Exactly. Um, I'll I'll get on to yeah. that. Uh, so. Anything planned for the Saturday night? Uh,
1: we are planning to have our uh, regular after-conference party as well as our Friday night um, pre-party, as we call it. We're still uh, yes. finalizing details of where to have it. It's a bit of an issue because um, there really aren't many places close by that can handle around 500 people at once. That um, don't charge six arms and five legs and a pancreas. Um gotcha. we uh, usually get some vendor support for these parties for which we're always very thankful but um it, that support only goes so far if the the site is charging a lot of money. Yeah. So
0: but uh, those parties are the thing of legends in the podcast community. So I'm uh, sure
1: we'll continue the legend.
0: Yes, I imagine so. Uh, Unfortunately, Dan isn't going to be there this year. Congratulations to him and his wife. Um, But I'm sure one of the other TLLTS guys will step up uh, into the fray and continue the legendary. (laughs) On Sunday, what is the story of what's going to be happening?
1: On Sunday, uh, as we said before, we do our certification testing. Um we do various LPI exams. Um oh and look there's the price around hundred dollars for the exam except for
0: the one of the higher up
1: left rooms. Yeah. Um and I do have the information for the for the BSD exams uh, to pop up here. Um, we, they're offered at two times, I think eleven and two so that people can actually take more than one test if they'd like. Um, oh. On Sunday we also run our diversity at open source workshop which uh, is a, a developing thing as we try to get a feel for the the best way to do it but we're basically talking about the best way to encourage diversity in open source as a whole as well as in the, um, the lug and conference world as well. The idea that we don't want to see lugs and conferences and open source projects and everything just be a sea of white male faces. There's nothing wrong with white male faces, but other people, the more other people are involved, the more other people feel comfortable being involved as well. So, um we're we're not out to to disclude to, to encourage any sort of discluding we're not out to encourage other people to, to stop or go away we're out to encourage more people to get involved in open source one of and there's sorry go on oh there, sorry i'm going to say there's a, there's another group um from Fedora that's interested in holding something on sunday and we're working out thing with them as well
0: Okay, fantastic. One thing we didn't cover was the Bird of the Feather um, sessions.
1: Yes, unfortunately, Bird of Feather sessions are up in the air right now, uh, although we hope to fix that soon. Um, we have a rule that we started last year that if somebody doesn't take responsibility for something, it doesn't get there. Uh, and we started there because we're an all-volunteer organization. Nobody collects a salary. Nobody gets any out of this, out of um, some satisfaction of working as a team to get a really great event done. Um, but because of that, we also have a tendency to say, hey, we need to do this. And then the next thing you know, each of us is doing 17 jobs. And most of us also have a full-time job for that pay stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And we get burned out. We get a exhausted stuff starts not getting done because we're overtired or, or you know, exhausted. So we, we adopted a rule of that's a great idea now find somebody to own it. So we put out a call for someone to take over the birds of fetishes, And we've had a few people responded Are going to um, pick one and, and get them going soon. Um, we're going to run our birds of feathers sessions on Saturday during the main uh, conference, and it's basically an informal way for a bunch of people to get together and talk about something that's not being addressed otherwise in the in the conference
0: That is absolutely cool and then of course, we have the exhibitions and exhibits
1: yeah um we get a, a host of people from our sponsors to some of our media sponsors to um we have a, a set number of tables for uh what we call dot .orgs and edus, um nonprofits who can buy a a, a table to display our, uh, on our expo floor for a much lower price um and it's it's fairly good size it's a great place to Meet some of the companies that you hear about, and it's a great place to pick up little tchotchkes and toys. And it's always crowded. Oh, excuse me.
0: Not a problem. Allergies. Um, yeah, I know people are allergic to me all the time. Um, the. Uh... I'm just wondering, will we be able to organize a table there for Hacker Public Radio, or at least have some presence, maybe slipping in on the uh, Linux Link Tech Show booth? But we'll have to see. Get closer um, to the date.
1: Well, think about it. And if you're if you're gonna want your own table, we only have a a minimum number of a, a small number of of tables for the the .orgs. Um, I forget how much we charge for them. I want to say seventy five dollars. And that that maybe more than it actually is. But they're they're first come, first serve, When we run out we run out. So don't wait too okay. long.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't mind paying that. But um obviously I won't be there. So if there is somebody in the HBR community that isn't plateau who would <laughs> like to help out and man the booth or woman the booth or whatever the booth, um can you get in touch? Admin at hackerpublicradio dot org. I'd really love to have a presence there where um Cold Cruncher, Pokey, myself, and Plateau, we have uh, we are really build, building up a nice conference pack put together. So essentially, all you need to do is come there, uh, sit down, and uh, not go to anything and not enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, <laughs> I'm really selling this booth duty now. But uh, if somebody okay. wants to volunteer for that, that'd be fantastic, and uh, we'll see that you get all the kit that you need
1: the first year I went to Ohio Linux Fest, the the first year when I was involved with the training classes, the training classes were done with uh, a different uh, uh, another organization which was there and the organization also had a a table and I spent all of Saturday, I didn't get to see one talk, I spent all of Saturday at the booth a robot just over and over again giving the same pitch for our organization and by the time 6pm rolled around (laughs) I was like somebody found my off switch.
0: Yep, yeah, I yeah, uh, I know. I've done booth work myself, so uh, I'm actually looking forward to doing that in uh, coming soon. Uh, actually, it'll probably have been by the time that you hear this. Uh, I'll be going over to Odd Camp in the UK. So that's pretty much it. Was there anything that we didn't yet cover in the, in the interview?
1: Um.
0: What are, they, uh, what are concerned. the nearest airports nearest uh, transport how do people get there
1: Um well th- to be honest the majority of the people drive a lot of people come from within a 3 hour radius um but we do get a number of people who fly in the uh the nearest airport is the Columbus Airport um the conference hotel I believe runs a shuttle um as does most of the other hotels in the area. Um, the convention center itself is not far from I-70 in Ohio. It's 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 funny nobody today thinks about giving directions. You know you're just punching into a GPS or print out the map from Google Maps or something. And um, but it's it's actually pretty easy to find. It's a it's a pretty large complex.
0: Fantastic um so and we've covered your sponsors we've covered the show we've covered the things the only thing that people need to do now is uh are you looking for people to pre-register
1: i was just going to say we haven't talked about registration yes people really should register register even if you're only coming in as what we call an enthusiast which is free as part of our mission to be about free and open source software as part of our mission to be about making things open to everyone. Our basic registration, which you into the, the three tracks, um, Ubucon Medical Track and Early Penguins on Friday and gets you into all of the tracks on Saturday. Um, it's a free registration, but only if you pre-register. Um, this year for the first year, we're going to charge a nominal five dollars for people who walk in just to cover the extra work that has to be done for for people who who walk in and we do get a number of walk-ins mm-hmm. and and we're not going to be crazy about it um, you know we're not going to charge for senior citizens we're not going to charge for any students um so you know if you're a student with an id card or you're with your parents we're going to give your word for it for you know you're being a student um we ourselves as both family and business professional friendly so you know uh, mom and or dad want to come down with some of the kids it's not we're not going to charge you $30 we're going to charge you five or ten and the kids can all come in Um, we're um, also have two other levels as I mentioned before of registration you can register as a supporter which is only $65 as a thank you for the Ohio Linux Fest we uh, will give you lunch on Saturday which is a really nice box lunch we have a a vegan um, dish available as well and it's actually gluten free too for people who have that issue Um, and we'll all give you a conference t-shirt which is really cool I'm going to get the pictures online very soon they're um they're red and they have um Linus91, or Linus, i always mispronounce his name, on the back to celebrate 20 years of, of Linux. Um, and then if you want to take our professional and personal classes on Friday with the OLF Institute, it's a $350 registration. And as I said, that gets you lunch on both Friday and Saturday and a t-shirt and the Friday classes.
0: That's fantastic.
1: Um, one other thing I, I also bring up, which is not on our website yet, and I really need to move on this, is our anti-harassment policy. Um, There's been a problem, especially in the U.S., I can't speak about um, other countries, where presenters and attendees both have acted in a, um, I'll I'll use the term, unprofessional manner. Um, There have been cases of assaults. Um, of various types, there have been cases of presenters getting on stage and showing pictures of um, mostly naked people, and we do not tolerate any of this. And we will have a, a public statement in our program and on our website detailing this and what to do if there's a problem. Um, our speakers have been told for three years now that we will not tolerate um, images in their talks that they would not want their boss or a family member to see um we would we do not also tolerate language that they would not want their or their family to see and what i told them the first year that we did this was you know i'm not going to throw you off the stage if you slip and let out a bad word but if you stand up there and start cursing like the mythical sailor that that's it and um Our speakers have, for the most part, overwhelmingly accepted this, and this year we're taking this further and encouraging our attendees and our sponsors and everybody who walks through the door to behave that way as well. We want this to be open for everybody, and that means acting the way you would at work, acting the way you would in front of your CEO, acting the way you would in front of your grandparents. Um, and this this is something that that we expect from everybody.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> I can't uh, I can't argue with any point there. I don't see any reason to uh, to not do that. I just find it a bit of a pity that you need to go to such extents so that people don't realize that it's a community and some things.
1: It it is. It's an absolute tragedy that that we have actually. Things like this, but uh, I can I can point you to a list of of things that have happened at at previous other conferences. Um, and unfortunately, the, there have been a couple of occasions in the past at the Ohio Links Fest that aren't on this list, and we're it's we're embarrassed, but it's honestly true. We we had a uh, a vendor whose background had um, a woman in a very small bikini. Which I mean, you know, you, that's you wouldn't show this in the in, in in the office. You wouldn't show this to your CEO. Um, and there have been cases in, at other conferences where um, people have made sexually inappropriate references, and and it's it's we shouldn't have to to say these things, but unfortunately we do.
0: Yep. Okay. Uh, enough about that, Anya. Let's move on to some uh, larger things. Sure. Um, you've—I know the Ohio, Ohio Linux Fest has been the boilerplate template for a lot of other fests. Um, how how open is your planning, and can you just tell us a, a little bit about that?
1: We um we meet regularly on uh, IRC OFTC Channel Pound Ohio Linux every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Anybody is welcome to come and get involved. Uh, We keep a wiki on SourceForge, um, which is close to editing but visible for everybody. We uh, try to dump out as much information as we can as a hope that um, other, especially new uh, FOSS conferences can can look at as a template to use for d- trying to decide what should we do. Um, we've helped out um, various other conferences, which consider themselves, if not spin off then maybe uh, little siblings of the Ohio Linux Fest. I think uh, Southeast Linux is one of them. Yeah. There was one in. Um, Ontario, Toronto maybe. Yep. That unfortunately seems to have fold excuse me, folded. Uh I hope that's not permanent. Uh Indiana Linux Fest was new this year. Um we share some staff members. Um, some of our most valuable people are also valuable to Indiana. Um so we, we try to keep our planning as, as open as, as possible. Um, anybody is welcome to, to join in. Um, and we encourage people to stop by if they'd like. The uh, information for the IRC is also available on the wiki.
0: Fantastic. And can people uh, offer to volunteer for to help out at the show?
1: Yes. On the front page of the... OhioLinux.org. There's currently there's an email address, and I'm actually in the process of building a form for people to actually use so they can volunteer if they want to volunteer for specific areas. Like we need people to help work security, checking um checking IDs at the at the door. We're going to use um, bands, colored bands this year, and um we get a lot of walking people. And we've never really Get a close attention to make sure that people are actually registering when they come in. And people have said, well, you're free, who cares? And it's not that we want to take people's $5 and, and that type of thing, but the more people that we, that are registered and that we know are there the more, we can go to our sponsors and say, look, we had, you know, 1500 people, 1600 people, 2000 people show up this is why you want to sponsor Ohio Linux Fest and and um so we're not we're not doing we're not enforcing registration this way to um to keep people out it's to bring our sponsors in and make us more uh, bring ahead them bring us more money so we can continue to grow so we and need, I guess, we need people Sorry?
0: I guess the fire marshals would be interested as well just
1: um. Actually, I don't think we come anywhere close to hitting the the fire marshal limit. Um, the we're using I think about one tenth, if that wow. much of the convention center. The convention center is huge, and we're we're in those um, the three ballrooms. But uh, right near us are rooms that you could take those three ballrooms and they'd barely fit in one of the corners. Uh, we're wow. we're nothing. Compared to no, what this place can handle, um, so so yeah, we need we need people to to help with security, to help deal with problems, watch the rooms, watch the doors. We need people to help with the the speakers, chairs, to uh, to assist with any of the speakers if they need it, um, to help introduce the speakers and monitor um, question and answer period. We need people to work at our bookstore which is a partnership with Barnes and Nobles, where we uh, offer up a variety of boss-related books, some of which have been authored by some of our speakers. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, we need people to help with the sponsors loading in, loading out their booths and tables. We need, oh, my goodness, I know I'm missing other things we need. We need people to help with our registration tables in the mornings. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff. It, it, like I said, I'm work in the middle of working on this page. But, um, if people would like to, um, to volunteer, they could take a look at the OhioLinux.org web page for the information they need.
0: Fantastic. Let's have them do that. Um, it's getting kind of late here now. So, um, there anything else you want to add?
1: Um, I think I have absolutely covered everything, including going on an accidental rant there for a minute. Sorry about that. Um,
0: (laughs) Not at all. Just remember that if you want, you can always do a five minute update as a show and we'll uh, pop it into the queue without a problem. And uh, we'll also be mentioning this on our monthly roundups as well.
1: well, That's terrific. So once I have more details on our, our keynotes. We can
0: get you that. That'll be fantastic. Okay, and with that I'll uh thank you very much for calling in and folks if you are going to uh go to Ohio Linux Fest and you're interested in doing a booth for um HPR, get in touch, admin at hackerpublicradio.org. Thank you very much, uh Moose and uh talk to you thank later. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. For more information on the show and how to contribute your own shows, visit HackerPublicRadio.org.